0: Everybody, I'm Andy Weinberg, and welcome to episode 37.
1: Oh my God! Of
0: the David Uwasekannen in the Pocket Podcast, coming to you live on PhillyRockRadio.com, and available to listen to anytime on WildfireRadio.com. And we're excited because we're back after a two-week hiatus while Dave was out playing events around the world. And yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that a yeah, little, little later. Yeah, but we want to so. we want to got to jump right into our guest. This oh week man! Because Dave excited and about I are this. so thrilled that this legend of the jersey music scene yeah he he uh for about five years sat behind bruce springsteen yeah. before he was the boss yeah uh his
2: legendary name. records this oh, guy has my, done f- legendary my playing favorite album of all like, time he played on stylistic man he he has his thing i just i love his playing so yeah. great Thank
0: of you. course we're talking about Vinny mad dog lopez who yeah. came all the way down from central jersey to be with us here in the studio yeah
1: Vinny, welcome! Thanks for being well, here. Thank you guys for hey, being man. here. I'm looking around the room, going, "Yeah, this is cool."
2: I <laughs> mean, I'll tell uh-huh. you, I was so excited, you know, because we we've been hammering at. I think we, we've never had a we never had a week break, right? That was our first break.
1: So we, we
0: never had a break at all, and then we had right. two weeks off. Well,
2: well, first of all, we're shocked that we we are what, 37, right? Yeah, I... that number is shocking. And then uh, to take the break and then come back like with a grand slam with Vinny. with a was, rock and roll uh,
0: hall of famer. Or... Not
2: only that, you know what's so super cool about Having you on the podcast is that, you know, you know, you're in studio, Vinny. I mean, for you to show up here is really shows me, <laughs> tells me what you, a cool guy you, need cat me you are. With
1: you, you know, you oh, never man. have to ask twice. And oh be, my uh, god! No, I love I love I love you, too. You oh, man, well,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. man,
1: well. Two of
2: my favorite drummers in the world,
1: sitting right there, right yeah. two feet from each other. Yeah. Dallin, Great.
2: my wife, was just, you know, she saw you play um, early on. She, Billy, said, w- she saw me with Billy
1: Walton, too. I forget where we were. Uh,
2: 118 North. Yes,
1: that's right.
2: But she, she, when she was about maybe 15 years old, she would go to the main point and see you guys play.
1: We played there. She oh, would my. sneak
2: in and uh, see you guys. So... You know, she told me stories, uh, uh, you know, about seeing the band, seeing you, seeing Bruce, seeing the whole thing in the beginning. Uh, just, uh, uh, she's a massive fan, but she was there in the beginning. saw yeah. those early days of when you guys used to drive in from, you yeah. know, North Jersey down to play at, yeah. the, at the main point and do all those great gigs. Well, the you main know.
1: point was such a great place because the people were right there sitting yeah. in pews. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And to this day. You give me a choice of where I want to play. I like it when I'm playing right now and the people are right there. Yeah. Then I can talk to them because uh, they all want to hear stories. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're going to hear stories today. Hey, before we go any further with Vinny, I do want to mention that we're brought to
1: you by our sponsors,
0: uh, the great people at Adolescent and Young Adult Advocates, uh, working with uh, people with mental health and substance abuse issues. Uh, If you need help, please give them a call at 610-520-7775 or check them out on the web at adolescentadvocates.com. Also, uh, Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates in Lansdale, working with autistic children, teens, and young adults. Call them at 267 668 7141. And uh, I know Dave wants me to mention uh, our friends at Croker Percussion. Yeah. Because you've been using their stuff in the I... studio. Crokerpercussion.com, Eric yeah. Metz. Uh, check them out. They got mm. great. Great uh, equipment and uh Did really you have cool to stuff.
2: see the video I did?
0: I, I did. Of all, I, you all zombies. zombies.
2: I, and I got to hook you up with Eric. Okay. Because he builds, because I know like, with Light of Day, you were doing a snare drum and some like alternative like percussion stuff when you were singing. Right. This guy built a, uh, 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 it, you know, you, a lot of guys were using the cajon and things right. like that. Well, the guy actually built, a, a, a Cajon like a bass drum right. and then and then he put together what he calls a brush box that is like you can play with brushes But it sounds like a snare drum and it's the coolest thing and then he went and built me a tom <laughs> Which I used on all you zombies, and I told him I said you got to get Vinnie Lopez one of these well
1: You know now. I like uh, I use these monster brushes the real yeah th- thin ones. You yeah, know? they're very adjustable you know, being a it can be a rock and roll yeah. song, and I just use my snare, Yeah, and I got my tambourine by yeah. my left foot. You're
2: gonna love this song. I'm gonna hook you up with. Yeah, him. He's, yeah. he's great. You know, I know he's a fan of yours. So, uh, but Croker Percussion, cool. I end up doing a video with him last week with a violin player and a guitar yeah, I player, it. husband and wife team, called From Blue to Green. From Blue to Green, and we played. They had a version of All You Zombies, and I played it with them, and uh, it was great fun, man. Great fun.
0: All right, well, now we can get back to to Vinny's stories. Hey, what did I do now? (laughs) (laughs) We were talking the Main Point days. Do you remember any, I mean, you guys played so many shows at the Main Point. Do you remember anything particular about, other than the crowd being right on top of you like that? I mean, anything about... Well,
1: you know, it was just a a great place. we just drive out there. It was only a couple hours away from where we lived. And, like, when we were, even when we were touring, we'd come back and play there. We didn't make any money there. Yeah. We didn't do it for money. We tried to help them stay open. Yeah. You know, in those days, that's what that's what we tried to do. But met a really bunch of great people there. You know, I saved this guy who came with us one time because, and he didn't know anything, but he was messing with somebody else's girl. So of course, (laughs) (laughs) he's around the back. We're waiting for him in the car, and I said, "Well, let me go find him." And there was this guy there (laughs) gonna going to get him, you know, so yeah. I, I did what it's I told good. you. I kind of yeah. got in the middle, and I said, no, you, you, you got to leave him alone. Uh, know, he's with us, and I dragged him in the uh, car. He still reminds me of those days. So you, you, you saved
0: know? the guy's life, or at least well, saved him from some serious
2: medical bills. You're uh, the man uh, I want in my foxhole. Yeah, but I,
1: I should have I let him go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. I, you know, you have this reputation, mad dog, a temper, but you, so it turns out you're actually like uh, a, a diplomat. And, and you're Well, I try man. to be more, a lot more diplomatic, but in the old days when yeah. I was 21, 22 years old, yeah. I was a whip, you know. Yeah. But I didn't do it because I had to get a yeah, fight man. or something. I did yeah. it because the guy's going to beat up our it bass was player. Justified. <laughs> or you know, or somebody's bad mouthing yeah. this, yeah. and I'd go wait a minute. What are you talking
2: about? Yeah,
0: but well, you, you you always know? had the band's back over everything else, right? I mean, to that's oh, oh, this yeah.
1: day, I have the band's back. Oh man, nothing Did, nothing goes on without me knowing about I it. I love it. Did you ever
0: have to defend Bruce from somebody, like either physical or, or mental, or not mental but physical, or an ar- like a verbal mm-hmm. argument? I mean, was there in, ever
1: in Richmond one time because we stayed with this guy Billy Alexander who actually brought us to Richmond and. 68, you know, Yeah, but we were playing this place called the String Factory, a little bitty place, a nice stage, and people would actually, it was packed in there. I bet. And Bruce and Lil Vinny were walking back to the fan district from this place. They want to see the sights and a couple of rednecks with guns accosted them, and they ran. Yeah. But I didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. you know? <laughs> and that was a good thing, but no, no. Bruce and I, we go back a long way. Yeah. You know, yeah. actually, my father, this is years before there was any Bruce Springsteen around. I was in a band called Sonny and the Starfires, and we played at Mammoth Shopping Center. Most of the time, we opened for J. Fred Muggs the chimp.
2: I love it. I you know?
1: <laughs> love it. We did an acetate. The guy who became our manager this guy, Frank Parr. Took us to New York City and we did an acetate. Yeah. You know, yeah. he made a couple. So I gave one to my father. And now he's at his trailer park now. Nobody know, knew Bruce then, but uh, Bruce's aunt lived in this trailer park. Uh huh. And there was my father playing the uh-huh. acetate, and Bruce came up and said, Who's that? Uh. So. My father goes. That's wow. my son, Vinny. He's yeah. blah 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 blah. You yeah. know. So Bruce, after that, came to start. He started coming to see Sonny. Can play guitar. Uh huh. Because Sonny was he's still great and he's yeah. still playing around. I think
2: too. he's in the book. He mentions that in the oh, book, he's, right? Oh yeah. He mentions he that in the book. Sonny. Yeah.
1: Sure. You know, like uh, Sonny's one of Bruce's. Yeah. Favorite right, right, guys. Right. Wow. wow. And Sonny's still doing it
2: today, and he's Isn't still great. great. Like Charlie Gracie, you know, still oh, out there hitting uh, yeah. it, you know, not stopping, you know.
1: I was like, a judge with Charlie. I at love the Charlie. U.S. Senior Miss Senior Pageant.
2: <laughs> Charlie's a piece <laughs> oh, of work. yeah. You know, he's touring. He's actually touring his oh, butt yeah. off in Europe, still doing it. You know, amazing. God bless him. So this, so your, so you, and your friend out there is still out there playing, and he's still one of Bruce's favorites.
1: So. Oh yeah, but he's now Sonny's moved to Florida. He's down there, and he's more into doing mm. his artwork you now. Mm. Does. Artwork yeah. about guitars and about yeah. playing and yeah. stuff, and he's great yeah. at it. Yeah, you know, and he's having fun. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if this is true.
0: I read this online that Sonny and the Starfires and the Castiles, which was Bruce's first yeah. band, you guys played the same Battle of the Bands back oh, in 1966.
1: Yeah. They just did a movie about the early days of Middletown. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, and uh, in the movie, they mentioned this band battle. Now, here's the Castiles. We're set up here. It's 25 bands in this band battle. Yeah. Our, the guy that eventually became our bass player, Little Vinny Roslin, he was one of the judges. It was a Norman Salton production, and they managed this band called The Rogues. So now everybody plays, and now they're judge doing the judging. So this band, I don't know who it was, comes in third place. Then they announce second place. That was us. So now you got to dig. Now, in this movie, they asked me about that, you know, and then there's the Castiles and we're figuring out, these guys got it hands down, you know, got to be the winners, the Castiles, you know, and they say, first place, the rogues. Uh, So So Bruce's band didn't even place. They didn't even place. So now we looked at them and now when I'm sitting in the movie and the guys in the rogues are sitting right there, I said, the rogues? Who the hell are those guys? How did they win this thing? <laughs> it's in the movie, you know. So they all get a kick out of it now. But <laughs> was,
0: did anybody from the Rogues go on to do anything? Anybody? Well, they they all still play yeah. a little bit but around. Nobody no names that people would know outside no. the Jersey Shore area. No, no. that's funny.
2: it's Bruce. When you I, I, I hate to I, look, I you know the Bruce thing. I just when you first saw him, did you play? Did you like see that? Was it one of these things like this guy's going to be massive? Did you think that? I mean,
1: my my first thought, yeah, because I went. Of course, I saw him in the Castiles. Had no yeah. clue that that's Bruce Springsteen. Right. I, All yeah. right. So now years go by, and uh, I was in a band with Billy Chinnick. Now he's singer songwriter. He's gone now, but he. Yeah. Betterisi was in the band oh. myself. Yeah, and uh, Wendell John played bass with us, and Gary came in later on uh-huh. and played bass with us a little bit, but we toured with the electric circus in Uh new york city and we we weren't playing in gin mills we were playing in college gyms and we were playing in auditoriums and having a great time yeah okay so the band breaks up like all bands do yeah but danny and i still wanted to play together but we wanted to find some guys who could write songs so we didn't have to go back to that doldrum yeah so i walk into this italian american club in long branch because i knew the Bruce's band Earth was there, and I wanted uh. to hear him. Everybody saying, "Oh, you got to hear this guy Bruce." And I said, "Okay," uh. so I went and heard him. And when he was done his set, I went up to him and I said, "Hey, I'm Vinny Lopez." He goes, "Yeah, I see you play with Sonny." <laughs> you know, Bruce. Oh, cool. You know. So I said, "Yeah," and we gabbed a little bit. And then I said, "Hey." Got to ask a question. Do you write any songs? <laughs> now think about this. Yeah, he says, "Yeah, I've written a couple." <laughs> <laughs> so I said, that, "That's what we're looking for." Me and Danny, and we 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 play down the upstage. Why don't you come down the upstage? Maybe yeah. we can jam. Yeah. and make a band. Amazing. So Danny and I walk yeah. in the upstage. Yeah, and there is Bruce, Little Vinnie Roslin, yeah. and Big Bobby Williams doing a set on, yeah. a, on the stage. You know, and at that point, Danny and I both looked and said, This is our guy. Wow. You know, this is he's, yeah. he's the one. So wow. we, we went up to the stage and wow. we said, Hey, maybe we can jam. Tom Potter yeah. gave us yeah. permission to jam. We played for like an hour. Yeah. Went downstairs to the Green Mermaid Coffee House and made a band.
2: Oh man.
1: But that's, that's the that's best. Did how he how have it
0: did he have that charisma back then? Oh, I mean, he, obviously yeah, he had the guitar chops yeah. and and, this, and when you
1: saw Bruce. In those days, mm. now, everybody could be jamming at the right. stage, and there's right. pictures, and it's always crowded mm. but when you when if you were looking the audience, every eye was on Bruce wow. because he, he commanded the the yeah. audience he had he did his thing, he yeah. played guitar like a whiz, everybody yeah. was amazed, you yeah. know? Davy Sanchez. Yeah. Right? That's where Bert we Rosa. actually met Dan. Yeah. I, I mean, David. Yeah, And uh, he came to the upstage to dance. <laughs> he didn't come to play. He wanted but to then dance. we found out that he could play. Wow. So now we, we put him to work. Wow. And then we found out he could play guitar, and we put him to work. You know, but then later on, he he got, he was in the band,
2: because he was. What he was, a band, too. That, you know, Rosa. his records. And I then, mean. well, the, even
0: before the, the first record, you, yeah. the first band you guys formed was Child. Child. Yeah, Child, oh. right? And... Uh, and how that I mean that child became steel mill obviously yes, Ch- child
1: was. we had to change our name because it was a band on Long Island named Ch- child mm-hmm. that were doing an album uh, okay so <clears throat> I was just because I'm writing a book yeah and the that, first beat from East e Street
2: oh hey. yes you know yeah. and
1: I'll tell you we went all over the other day and the very first place I ever played drums for in front of a crowd was on East Street and 13th Avenue in Belmar— at, oh, a, at a church yeah. wow but oh man i Great forgot title. but well, we, we but, were talk, about talk, child but, yeah yeah so and... but child was was after that now and when we first got together that's what we called the band and then after that we all went because we knew we had to change the name and we played our first concert was in west end in long branch in a park and it was it was a lot of people there. The second concert we ever did was at, on the steps at Wils, Woodrow Wilson Hall at Monmouth College on yeah. the back steps. And I went there to both—well, to all three places and took some pictures of— Wow. And it's still the same. The yeah. column I was sitting oh, next to is so right there. Wow. So, yeah, we went and yeah. revisited some yeah. areas, which is cool. And in that show, the second show— it was six other bands, and they are all playing, and there was 800 people, and they're all down. Yeah. There's big steps, and they're all mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. So now it's our turn, so we're bringing our stuff up right. on the stage, and all the people got up and got to be around us. Wow. Right? So oh, we looked at each other like, and ran inside the hall because we didn't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> like, what's going on? Oh, and Tinker goes, you got to get back out there now. got to set up. Okay, so we yeah. set up. We start playing, and we got like halfway through our set. And up the steps comes this older gentleman, and he's a doctor that we found out later. He yeah. lives about three blocks away. Yeah. And he goes up to Bruce and says, okay, you're playing too loud. You got to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> so Bruce looked at him now and flipped him the bird, Yeah, <laughs> the Jersey Boyd. Yeah. And uh, the guy went up to Bruce's amp and ripped all the wires out of the oh, front no. of his amp. Wow. So now all of us. At once, Danny off the organ, Tinker, behind, Tinker jumped over the panel that right, he's going. Right. We were going to just kind of throw the guy in the crowd. <laughs> but we all looked that's at each other and, and said, back. that show's over. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get out of here. Wow. But, you know, that's the kind of stuff we went through. Many times, yeah. I, was, I was arrested because they shut the power off on us. Uh-huh. I'm a drummer. I don't need power. Hey, you just keep going. I just man. kept going. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and then we plugged back Tinker got more power, and we did it again. Yeah. And then yeah. the cops would be waiting yeah. for
2: me for inciting a riot one time in Richmond. I love those stories of Still Mill. I mean, I you know read Bruce's book and and uh, that whole time period. It seems such it's a fascinating.
0: Well, story. Vinny was telling me before we went on the yeah. air that you actually brought little Stephen Steve Van Zant into the band, right? Or
1: well, while we were out in California, uh, our bass player, little Vinny, God rest his soul. He we all met these. You know there was. We played at the Carousel Ballroom for Bill Graham. Uh, and when you, when you played there in those days, this half was all Hell's Angels. This half was regular people. Mm-hmm. And right around over <laughs> here yeah. was groupies. Yeah. The groupie scene was there. Yeah, you know? yeah. plaster casters. Right? <laughs> so, of course, I'm, taking, I'm done. I'm taking my drums off the stage and the girl come up to me and I said, I can't talk right now. Yeah. I'm busy. I got stuff I gotta do. But Lil Vinny... Yeah, two girls came up, started talking to him. He left with them and never came back. <laughs> 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 so now we we rehearsed every day. Yeah. So now Bruce says, "Man, we got to get another bass player. Who are we going to get?" So I said, well, "What about your friend Steve?" <gasps> he goes, "Steve, he plays guitar." I said, "Yeah, same four strings are on the top yeah. of the guitar. They're in the bass. I bet he could handle it." So I got his number from Bruce, and I wow. called him and said, "Hey, would you be interested?" And he and he was. Wow! And then he became Steel Mill bass player.
2: Wow! Amazing, you know? man. I love I, I love that kind of history. But man, that's you
1: know him. that's a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so East Street Band it just all evolved out of right. that. Well, well even I
0: mean, those Steel Steel Mill got. I mean, obviously not huge you know nationally, but I mean you guys had a really ferocious loyal following way. you know a lot of different pockets of the country and it'd be, it it would have been interesting you now how history would have changed had steel mill had that combination of steel mill stayed together there and, was
1: uh, a few Bill Graham wanted to sign us um there was another record company um it uh, didn't because I wasn't involved in a tinker was you know yeah, and the main thing. Like for for instance, Johnny Winter just got signed. He got three hundred thousand dollars. So Bill Graham Massive. offered us one thousand dollars, and then the same with the record company. They offered us one thousand dollars, mm. and they wanted all of the publishing. Well, that's Bruce. Yeah, that's his retirement fund. Yeah. No matter what, right? So Tinker said no, mm. no, and that's that's another reason T- Little Vinnie got real mad at Tinker for that because we could have been doing albums back then. Yeah. But then it to us and now it, it's it's evolved so, you know, gradually through the years, it's so big now, I don't think it would have got that big if we'd actually signed either of those contracts as steel mill. You know Bruce yeah. had to go this other direction to get yeah. right
0: right and for people who don't know steel mill I mean these were songs, these were like epic songs with you know long guitar solos right. oh, yeah, and yeah. I mean legendary I mean when you revisited those songs I guess about 10 years ago you put it you actually recorded them and, and, I got sang, two and albums. sang them yeah
1: yeah right. I got two albums Bruce said so I went up to Bruce you know and I said Bruce what the hell are you doing with steel mill are you ever gonna do it he goes now Vin, it's yours wow oh, how great is that so of course gave, he let me have the mechanicals I guess you call it yeah. but you know so we started recording the stuff and then it dawned on I me mean, none of this stuff was ever copywritten. So when we recorded the songs, get the first album done, boom, yeah. send them right to John Landau. Said, yeah. now here's the deal, this is the stuff, Re- get it in Bruce's name, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's all that's wow. all good. But can Bruce, you get
2: that? Is that record available on It's iTunes? not
1: online right now. I'm gonna get some more of yeah. them. Um,
2: I'd love to get that
1: record. You yeah. know, I mean, that sounds it's, great. And it's and we go through like the yeah. first one. It's all my buddies. John LaRocci plays bass on it, yeah. but we tried to do steel mill the way it went. Yeah, but we cut out all of the long stuff, uh-huh. so each song was kind of condensed in a uh-huh. way. But there's still. But you hear so the the origin. This oh, yeah. you
2: know the initial idea.
1: The B 3s in there. I love it, man. You know the the vocals love that it, we had her in there. Yeah, you know. So, but in the second one, delve. Into that, but a little of the Bruce Springsteen band stuff too. Right. You know, but there's some, like you said, there are some classic Vietnam War protest songs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you you never hear them unless you. The best recording, besides, like our recording isn't Bruce, you know, but the Mm -hmm. best recording with Bruce on there is the Matrix when we played out there in San Francisco. When little Vinny was in yeah, there. The bootlegs
0: band. are floating around. I mean, you oh, can yeah. find them. There's some decent right. quality sounding. And right. I, I, it's cool that even back then, and obviously it struck Bruce close to home because he lost his first drummer over in Vietnam. Yep. Uh, that Bruce was writing protest songs about the war all the way back in the late 60s and 70s. Oh man, the
1: yeah. guns yeah. for America. Right. You know, the right. war is over. The American song. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. there's, there's, it, the, the list doesn't stop. You mm-hmm. know, so I just did a smattering of stuff mm-hmm. that. Needed to be done so people mm. could actually hear them. Now, when I go to Europe, I've sold those CDs there. I bet. And uh, now when I go, I don't want to bring CDs yeah. anymore because everybody's got them. Yeah.
2: I love that. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I just speaking of CDs because I, I put out a, a live CD from the Keswick Theater with my in-the-pocket thing. Yeah. And um, so uh, there are a couple of guys sent me notes, emails, hey bring some CDs. So I carry 10 CDs with me. And I walk out after the show because it's not in the merge area. And I walk out to sign a few autographs with people. So I got a CD and I sold the CDs, 10 CDs in... Like five minutes. Oh yeah, I'm pissed off. I was like, "Damn it, man!" You I wish brought more CDs. <laughs> with me, you know? European music fans, <laughs> they, uh, they, they, they're they, they, they love really it. great. Yeah. I don't want to say they're the best, but Europe, you know, he, Vinny. I know Vinny spends some yeah. time over there. Actually, we were talking about him doing Light of Day with Eric and and um, Joe D'Erso and our friends, and it 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 it's a great trip. You know, it's Eric was writing me all the time, every night, every night giving me updates of him hanging with Vinny. Hanging out there. Oh, we, we, we
1: had. He had a, actually we actually had Swedish meatballs. Yeah. Well, were, you know, that's where he lives stuff. now. Right? Oh, yeah. I know. He's <laughs> in Stockholm. You
2: know, you
1: know but uh, the light of day, you know, for Parkinson's disease awareness, you yeah. know. And since, now, I think this will be my fifth year. I'm going back again this year. Great. And uh, it's going to be the 20th anniversary of light of day doing it.
2: When do you start? When do you start your trip up? We leave
1: Thanksgiving Day. That's great. And we get back before Christmas. Yeah,
0: and there are a series of events. There's concerts up in like uh, New York, Philadelphia, mm, Asbury that. Park. It's so one you know, over in Europe. Yeah, it raises money like like Vinny says for Parkinson's yeah. and uh, yeah. yep. and you, it's always great music. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a couple of the shows yeah. in Jersey, Canada,
1: and, uh, Australia. Yeah. You, you know, they they go there. You know,
2: great, great.
1: Quite like, okay. the, right. like the Canada shows aren't, they're not quite like, because, you know, I'm in there, I've got my snare drum, like That's, you know, yeah. but you got singer songwriters, acoustic guitar right. players yeah. on each side of me. And I always go to them before, I said, Do you want me to play anything? Just tell me. Yeah. And th- th- it surprises them that I can just, you can you're look, not going to stump me. No. You know, <laughs> at least. Yeah you know, with a chord progression, right. but when you're singing, and this one guy, Erwin Nyhoff uh-huh. from Amsterdam, he's singing this song, you know, in Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm playing along, and it's, it's kind of a rocker, you know, yeah, yeah. and I heard it once through, yeah. and then the second time through, I sang the harmony with him. Amazing. Yeah. And he gets off the stage and he goes, Vinny, I didn't know you spoke Dutch. I said, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm just oh, it's mimicking what you're a great doing. ear. Yeah. But you know, yeah. that's that's how I try yeah. and do it. And then if they'd all want me to play, yeah. I don't oh, I'll, I'll stay there, but I yeah. still
2: yeah. sneak a harmony. In. Yeah. Your vocal say that was the one thing Eric uh, wrote me back, said Man, he, Vinny's voice is
1: well, incredible. He, he, he We had a good time. Ah, uh, that's great. Say. That's really good.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Ba- yeah, I mean, back in the early Bruce shows, I mean, Vinny's vocals on stage were a big part. Of the harmonies yeah. were a big part of the the yeah. live experience,
1: and uh, we we me and Clarence were the girls. Ah, oh, <laughs> Clarence, man. <laughs> yeah. you,
3: you
0: got to tell the story again. You were talking about a little bit before the show about you and Clarence and and the uh, the tent.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> okay. So we did the first album. Yeah. And now we're out on tour promoting the album. Yeah. Right? Greetings from Asbury Park. Greetings of course. from Asbury <laughs> Park. So now yeah. they, they want us to do the second album, but we're on the road, so we'd have three days off. So we'd drive back to New Jersey. Now we got to go up to 914 Studios in Blauvelt every day and drive back and forth. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I had this big army tent, and I set it up behind 914 Studios. And me and Clarence, that was the original temple of soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Had a diner next oh, door. There was a gin mill over there. Yeah. I mean, what, what else did we need? You yeah. know? So we didn't have to drive back the two hours. Bragged. We would go in there. Or sometimes we were in that studio for three days straight. I bet. And when somebody needed a break, you could go in the temple of salt. Nobody really liked going in there with me and Clarence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a formidable. Danny, Danny,
1: you know, when he was around, he would, you know. Yeah. Bruce Formidable. stuck his head in once. <laughs> you were also telling the... Uh,
0: only once? Bruce only stuck his head yeah, in once? I he remember. wouldn't go in I mean, there? He
1: didn't want to go in there. Yeah,
0: I, I, I could imagine there were some... Uh,
1: Mortal just, humans didn't th- want to really go so, in. I, I, I can only imagine what, was was, what, went on, what went on in that tent. Yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love, love it. I love snoring.
0: But you... you uh, you were also telling a story about Clarence's real introduction to the band as opposed to the legends that Bruce would tell on stage about him walking down Asbury Park uh, uh, in the cold and the wind and the rain. But uh, the, the way it actually happened was...
1: Well, Tinker, our, our manager, his girlfriend, Karen Cassidy, uh, she was in The Joyful Noise, which is a Norman Selden band, with and Clarence was in that band. Oh. So she came, we were at a place, we were down by the surfboard factory where we and she came in and said, Vinny, you got to go here the sax player. You know, so Bruce and myself and Danny and Tinker, we drove down to Spirits in Bayville. And there they were playing, Norman and Clarence. and K- Karen was up there, and we stood in the back of the room for like a half an hour, and yeah. then we split. We uh-huh. didn't say nothing to nobody. Uh-huh. But then they were playing around the corner at the Wonder Bar from where we at the, were at Student Prince. And Clarence. Something brought Clarence by, and everybody said, "Oh, the door flew off." Well, no, he got in there, and we jammed, and it was yeah. nice. But after that, when he was in the band, the, we were in a nor'easter. We had to go. We were going to jam with this band called Waterfront up at this place, Trade Winds, twenty miles north. Yeah. You know, and the sea walls there, so the right. ocean don't. Well, Clarence, the wind was howling, and Clarence opened the door to my Chevy, and it, it went, and it couldn't be closed anymore. It yeah. sprung the door. So we still went to Seabright. Yeah, Clarence was holding the door <laughs> the whole way up there. Yeah, and a wave broke on us oh no there, spun the car around, turned it off while we were on our way to Seabright. So now the water's because the door's open. Yeah, it's in the car. Oh my so god! So we pushed the car up to this little high area where there was no water. The waves are still breaking. Yeah, and we walked to the trade winds about a half a mile in this nor'easter and uh when we came back car started (laughs) we drove home clarence was still holding the door he had to go in in the front seat you know there was no room for him in the back wow he was the big Uh, man
2: you mentioned the the um the surfboard factory yes it's where you guys used to practice we
1: lived there me and danny right Bruce and Tinker had yeah. the front office. Me right. and Danny had the men's room and the ladies' yeah. room in the back. Yeah. and uh, I
2: love that section of, of the book
1: you know, but, when he talks we, about that place. Sounds cool. We had one big room because yeah. we had two big rooms. The one big room, we had all the equipment set up, and we yeah. could go practice there whenever we wanted to. For hours. And we do shows there, too, sometimes. Oh, that's great. You know, that's how we went to California. We did a show at the, at the surfboard factory in Ocean Township. And we made you know fifteen, maybe eighteen hundred dollars, and that was money. our that was our California money. Yeah, to drive out to drive there, yeah. and we, we had to live on that. You yeah. Know? Wow. So, but uh, the, those the, were the days. When the you guys,
0: when you guys school. got Clarence into the band, I mean, how, how did things change? I mean, what, what did, did that do to the dynamic? And uh...
1: well, we had more, another vocalist, mm. really. You know, because Danny, he was he sang, but he was like he wasn't. He wasn't a vocalist, yeah. now Clarence. He could sing. I could sing. Yeah. We both were in the same kind of range, so we would split it up, do different things. But of course, the sax playing, you know. Right. I mean? Well, and that, did, and did Bruce and difference.
0: Clarence have that chemistry right from the get-go? I mean, oh yeah, that was. Oh yeah, you
1: yeah. know. So you know, Clarence. He was. He was my buddy. Hmm. We had. Our, we had a tussle one time, me and Clarence. <laughs> He's a big. I man. lost. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, but you're a big guy too. I, I, I had fortunately, I, uh, the early Hooters the, with John Kuzma, We, we played Big Man's West, and I still have a recording of. You know, Clarence came and sat in with us, and I remember we played that Peter Tosh song, "Walk and Don't Look Back," and. Clarence high-fived me and I was on my drums, and I remember he high-fived me and nearly knocked me over my kid. <laughs> oh yeah. But oh, no. you know, but, what, Vinny's so what, a big guy, you're yeah. a big guy. Well, what, and 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 then,
0: yeah, <laughs> this would have been a legendary well,
1: thing to have on video. Let's, let's, we're, uh, we're roommates me and Clarence. Right. You know me and Danny and Clarence lived in Long Branch. And he, when we were on the road, me and Clarence were always in the same room. Yeah. He snored. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he snored. snored. So you got
0: yeah. into it with him because he no,
1: was snoring? No, 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 no. I'd get into the bathroom because he's snoring. Close yeah. the door. I'd go in the big closet over there. He, <laughs> I'd go down in the van because he was snoring. Uh, uh, when I put my book out, I'll tell you the action. In the book will be the action I'm excited region. about that. That's good news. But um, uh, Clarence, we all did, partake in certain. Yeah. Sure. Ur- herbica It was the early 70s, the, yeah. Legal now. You know. <laughs> But, but Clarence would leave things laying around. Yeah. And I got into a... I said, you can't do it. We're all going to go to jail you keep this up. <laughs> right. And uh, one thing led to another, and then I was on the floor.
3: Yeah.
2: Everybody's <laughs> 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 <Right>. oh,
1: Mommy! <laughs> yeah, he was, uh,
2: he was. actually played football, man. That yeah. guy was a, oh, a no, defensive... But, uh, 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 linebacker, am like he well, was well Clarence
0: had the size, but you had the I'm not going to take shit from anybody attitude. So yeah.
1: I imagine you didn't back down. No, I yeah. didn't. No, I wasn't going to go anywhere with uh-huh. that. But that's like you know, you're in a band. Yeah, you're going to have arguments. Yeah. You don't play for all those years together and and not at one point of yeah. time see right. something different yeah. than somebody else. You know, you're like you know, so I. What a Special got right over it. There ain't no big deal. Mm. Yes
2: yeah, special group of guys though I mean just looking back and then now we get the benefit of hindsight looking back, but you you're all uh, Just a, all personalities and an amazing thing that you know It always amazed me about bands like and especially those early times those those two records that you played on it was like You hear it now and you go I'm so special and so unique, you know. It stands the test of time. Let's hear
0: the very first song on the very first album. uh, We'll throw on "Blinded by the Light," and we'll keep talking. And you can tell the story about the lyric in "Blinded by the Light" that uh, where Bruce got that lyric from. Oh yeah, it's
1: in there. But
0: uh, this is the first. I mean, crank it (laughs) when you. um, So Bruce was signed as a solo artist, but then he insisted on bringing you guys back. Uh, you he know, wanted to play, to play on the record. He wanted the band. He brought but you and, and Danny, and I guess Gary was there at the time, and, yeah. and Clarence, yep. obviously.
1: I was working in a boatyard, and I got a call. It was a guy, boss. He goes, there's this guy Bruce on the phone for you, you know." and Bruce said, hey, I just signed a record co- contract with CBS. Do you want to play drums on my oh album? My I said, duh. yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So we rehearsed for a week, and it took us about three days to do it. Wow. You know, because we... Yeah. I knew each other, right?
2: It's that. I mean, is this is amazing.
0: When you hear these old songs, does it, does, it, does it still resonate with you? Does it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you still. Hey, I, that's me. Well, I played Bruce, on
1: these. I mean, these. Bruce these. knows. Like, if I'm at one of his shows, he knows that he could. He say he'll say, "Vin, you what? remember Saint in the City?" Yeah. I go, "Yeah." He goes, "We're gonna do it tonight." I said "Okay." You know, because, you know... I was there when you did... I'm I... not going to, you know, what did what, we do? We did uh, D Street Shuffle. Yeah. You well, know? your
0: first gig with Bruce after since you know you left the band was, I guess, in 2003. He brought you up in Giant Stadium yeah. in the rain for Spirit in the Night. Yeah, uh, and it was like the old days. That had to be pretty days. special, yeah. It was
1: like the old days, though. Oh, my God. The lightning was flashing, Vance Lance looking at me going... You know, <laughs> so, yeah, but that, that was something, you know... And, <laughs> Like uh, like at that Philly show, yes. That that we did uh, D Street Shuffle. in. now I'm there with Dawn, my fiance, We're there before the show, and now the band starts filtering, and we're standing out, you know. And uh, in walks Max, and in walks Gary, Damn. and then they see me standing there, so they go come down to where we are. So and I had just seen Bruce when he was walking in, right. so I said, Hey Gary. Listen, I, I hear we're going to be doing the East Street Shuffle. I said you kind of do it like the way we used to do it. Gary looks at me and goes, "Yeah, it's the same, but different." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Gee, thanks." Nice. You know, but we we did a sound check. Uh, and it was cool. Well, oh, you you brought bad. the swing.
0: You brought. I mean, I love Max, and, and Max is great, but. You brought a swing to the band that I, yeah. that I think is lacking in yeah. the 11th. I always yeah.
1: listen to those, you know, Joe Morello, and I always listen to... I love Joe. Posey Cole, yeah. guys like that. You yeah, know, so. yeah. And Buzzy taught me that, yeah. right. Right. Buzzy if, Levinsky.
2: Those those records back in the day, so you were cutting the tape. It's not like today with right. Pro Tools where everybody's like cleaning stuff up. I mean, if you, for instance... You were making those records today, and you'd be cutting pro tools. There'd be guys like on, oh, I gotta put it on the. Grid. I love those records because they have that line. real feel, and and and, you know, it just feels so authentic, and it you could f- almost feel you could feel it. You could feel the vibe jumping out of the speakers. Yeah, man.
1: no, I've, I've, you know, music, music has to soar like a bird. As far as I'm concerned, mm, yeah, it has its ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. You know, it goes here, it goes there. You know, so that's the way we did it. We didn't have any choice. And in the studio, you got Michael Pell. He really wanted me to play more drums. So I did.
2: Yeah. You know, Yeah, like, interesting.
1: Like I, when we got inducted into the rock hall. Yeah. Now, there's Max. He's been playing for 40 years with him. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm in the dressing room with him, and I went up to Max. Yeah. You know, and I said, you know, Max, you've been doing this stuff all these years. You just do it. I'm over here. I'm going to back you up. Don't worry about it. that's yeah. Van aunt comes up. And he goes, Vinny, what did you just say? I said, well, Max is the guy. Let him go. You know? He goes, nah, nah. When it comes to those licks, you're doing yeah, on them records. Yeah. You do them. Yeah. So I did.
2: I love Steven for that. I mean, that you know, But he that's what he wanted. Yeah. That's...
1: You know, so... And me and Max, I thought the first time and won't, hopefully not the last time really? that we get to do a double drum I thing I hope you in do it again.
2: I really hope you do it again. I think that's really special. I mean, I think that. Well, I think,
0: I think, it's, think it's just so cool that you guys are friends and get along. I mean, Max played the show at the Hard Rock last summer yeah. and you were, you were there in the crowd and. Uh, Rooting them on, man. Yeah, was, well,
1: he, he brought me <laughs> up. Well, oh, yes. he didn't really because it was the last song, you know. Right. I think it was Glory Days, which he obviously did. It was didn't Glory Days, right? so. He's, I, I walk up. He's saying, "All the girls, now if you want a chance to get on the stage and you can sing and do yes. this." And I walk up. Yeah. She <laughs> so goes, Danny, you're here. What song do you want to play?" I said, "Which one are you doing?" He yeah. said, "Glory Days." I
2: said, "That's the one." Hey, God, you could do a tour. You could be vocalist, be doing back, you know, vocals. Well, he on plays that with tour. his own
0: band, the Wonderful Winos. The uh, Winos. Yeah, man. all over Jersey and. Uh, yeah. You got a show coming up on uh, Monday night with Clarence's son. You were telling me
1: June third at Danny Clinch's uh, art gallery in Asbury Park uh. on Kingsley Avenue. Jared's coming up. They live. Uh, Jared lives in Tampa, and Taylor Davis, his partner, he lives in Miami, and uh, they scrimped and saved to come up and play in New New Jersey, and they're doing you know a bunch of a dozen shows, but he asked me if I would come and and play. Yeah. Uh. So I said, yeah, a wonderful wine. I it do it. He goes, and it's Andy Clinch's place. Maybe he holds 80 people. Right. You know. Mm. So he says, whatever money we get, we're going to take care of. I said, did I ask you for any money? I said, I don't want any money. You guys are driving. You guys, you need the money. Yeah. You keep the money. So I'm hoping we have a packed house and everybody puts do. 10 bucks in there. Bet you do. You know, and then yeah. all of a sudden these kids can eat. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, Jared came up. It was a, uh, it was few months ago and they were up and it was for uh, his father's uh, birthday Mm -hmm. party at this club and the promoters really stepped on Jared bad you know so I decided that Jared is like one of my kids and I didn't say anything to the promoters didn't say anything to the club because they really crapped on him that sucks you know Clarence's son he couldn't even get a piece of Clarence's cake for his birthday you know because he was nine, 20 instead yeah. of 21. Mm-hmm. So, and they, t- they got rid of him. So, I took him under my wing, and now we're going to do a show. With I love it.
2: That. Oh,
1: that's know. incredible. Hey, Clarence, when I, uh, I mean, Jared, when I was down in Florida, I played with a guy named Tony Hall down there, and mm-hmm. we're a duo. We're called the Hula Hula Boys, yeah. you know. Yeah. But Jared lives in Tampa, so I said, hey, we're not too far away. Why don't you come? And we gave him, we let him
2: play a little bit. You know, and that's yeah. what
1: you got to do. It's yeah. the new guys coming up. Give them a chance.
2: You're busy, man. You're doing a lot of stuff, man. You I play keep, a lot. I caddy. Yeah, I mean, oh. how do you, you get that the golf thing? Yeah.
1: Uh, Bruce, golf? No. I, uh, I gave him a putter once. Yeah. <laughs> and a ball. I mean, you, you've been... Playing golf all year in life since nineteen sixty seven. Yeah, I'm playing golf. Mm. I,
0: I know you want. To, you just had a big day yesterday with uh, with your pro uh, Mark McCormick.
1: Yeah, Mark McCormick and I. We the last two days we were in the New Jersey State Senior Open and we won it. Sweet. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that was like a love good it. feather in Mark's cap and yeah. my cap, and we it was great. What
2: do you yeah. think about Tiger Woods making a big comeback? I pretty love amazing, it. isn't it? Great. It's great. I love golf. it.
1: I think uh, you, know? you got to keep going. Take you know. a little if he needs more time in between tournaments take it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing game You know, I, I always think about you know, like I like drumming like it's so funny Um, I try to keep things I'm like these drummers. like try to keep it simple like try to yeah. keep it swinging normal and I always think like you know sometimes the simplest things if you in the head It's not so simple right. Golfers I always think about a golfer like Tiger woods or a pro guy that's got that that whole alley of people watching him, and he's got to sink that putt. Yeah, it's like you know, you have to have a special mindset, you know, to lock it down. That's what I call it. Like well, play it.
1: I'll give you a little story yeah. about yesterday. Now we were uh, one over par on the first round, and the guy who was leading was four under par. Mm-hmm. So we don't know the score while we're out there, and we're playing with this guy in the final round, and. Uh, it's actually the, 11th, the 10th, 11th, the 12th hole at Matita and it's a long par 5 it's got this water and the guy after he got done we, we were, were already on the green after he got done he was sitting 11 on the green yeah 11 strokes already so he putts up and Mark's just in the back of the green he putts down he's got a foot Wow. Misses it. Now. Which would be a gimme, like if he's just practicing, yeah, boom. But when you've got but he pressure. Missed, he missed it. Uh, so we make a bogey. But then he made a couple other birdies, and we came in one under par for uh, the tournament. Yeah, at so, even. We came in one under par yesterday, and we were one over, so we ended up even. And the guy who was four strokes ahead, golf's a funny game. He went backwards. Oh. And the 18th hole was a yeah. tough one yesterday. Wind blowing right in your face, and yeah, Mark shit. knocked it close. We made a par. Wow. The guy who was in the lead, he knocked it through the green, chipped up, missed a six-footer for a bogey, and we won the time. Sweet. There you go. But that's how it is. Yeah. You're not yeah. always in the lead. Right. You know?
0: Hey, getting back to the music real quick. We just listened to Blinded by the Light. You were telling me the line about... You know oh yeah, go straight uh into tonight, take a look yeah. at the right and then boy you're on your own. you were there when Bruce actually came up with that line well, because we, somebody yeah we were told him we were,
1: we were in the car, it was Clarence and everybody we we're gonna rehearse at this place in Newark, and uh we didn't know where we were going, So, because it was no none of this stuff right going right no g p s yep, so just pulled over and asked the guy he goes, well, you go straight to the light, you take a right, and you go. And you'll find it, it'll be right there. Go till there's no more. So, Bruce got an idea out of that and he wrote that line in there go straight until night, and then boy, you're on your own. You that's, know, that's pretty uh-huh. cool. Hey, we got a lot more stories to hear
0: from Vinny. I wish this conversation could go yeah, all that's day. Awesome, Let's uh, real quick hear from uh, uh, our friends at uh, adolescent and young adult advocates, and then we're we'll back with more conversation with the great Vinny Lopez.
4: Are you or someone you love struggling with mental health and substance use issues? Adolescent and Young Adult Advocates has served the main line for the past 14 years, providing comprehensive and individualized treatment for mental health and substance use disorders. Led by founder Patty Amic Andrews and director Francesca Santacroach, our staff are remarkable people setting the tone for strong mentorship. Located in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, Adolescent and Young Adult Advocates helps you discover a community of people that share similar experiences and are building a life grounded in honesty, integrity, and community. At Adolescent and Young Adult Advocates, we have three levels of care with a board-certified psychiatrist, partial hospitalization, intensive outpatient, and outpatient services for ages 14 to 35, with a strong emphasis on family involvement. If you want to start your journey to a healthier and happier life, go to adolescentadvocates.com or call 610-520-7775. Again, that's 610-520-7775.
0: All right, we're back here on the In the Pocket Podcast with Vinny
2: Lopez. Getting tips on golf. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> so, um, so Bruce brought you guys back to, to form what would become the E Street Band. You guys weren't called the E Street Band quite no. yet. But a- according, again, to my research, the first gig you ever did with this reformed band that became E Street Band was uh, in Westchester. Uh, it was like October of 72, of I guess it would have been. And, uh,
1: Westchester, New York. But
0: no, Westchester, Philadelphia. No. Yeah. Westchester, Pennsylvania. Wow. Westchester, PA. Uh, do, do you remember? Uh, uh, I'll
1: tell you, we did that. When we did the first album and they put us out there on tour, we were always driving, playing, yeah. driving, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, sometimes we were seven nights in a row in the same place. So. And making
0: no money at all, obviously.
1: And, you know, yeah, you know, our manager, you know, I remember took this. us aside one, one time. We had played Villanova. Yeah. And, uh... He took us aside, and Bruce was somewhere else. And he goes, "Okay," I, and he said, "I'm God." <laughs> was and he goes, Mike? If you guys want to remain in the band, because you know, t- we this, this was Mike Appel? Or? Yeah, I'm God. and we, you know, we always and the same thing I do today. And whatever money you make, after expenses, we split it up. Right. Whether it's we splitting up ten bucks or whether yeah. we're splitting up a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. we all would split it or yeah. pay the expenses. You right. know. So Mike took that away from us, Uh, you know. And he said, you're making nothing from now on. You want to be in the band, we'll feed you, we'll take care of you on the road, but you're, Mm. you're making no money.
2: That's a tough pill.
1: You know, so that night I called Bruce, you know, and I said, hey, Mike just told us we're not making any more money. He goes, what do you mean? I said, Mike just told us we're not splitting the money anymore like we used to. We're just we're out the window, you know. So he goes, I'll take care of it. And he did, and he got us $35 a week apiece. Yeah. <laughs> so we were happy. You know, yeah. You could come home and yeah. get a pizza with your girl yeah. and everything.
2: Right. And, then and we you was, were living in the surfboard factory.
1: Well, right? not and at that point. No, not, not yet. Not at that point. We yeah. all were, you know, and me and Danny and Clarence had our house. And, oh, okay. So they took care of that, you know, and that, that's good. We didn't have too, too many big expenses or yeah. anything. You know, but it, it's...
2: What was... 70, like, 75, what was year? 74. Oh, no, this is 70, 70,
1: 70, 71. 70.
2: 71. 71. Yeah. Uh, th- 30. 35 was like about hundred and
0: four. What was Life on the Road back, uh, like back then? I mean, were you guys having a blast? I mean, were you too young and inexperienced? I mean, not musically, but professionally you were inexperienced. Yeah. To, to know that, you know, you were broke kind of thing? I mean, were you just having fun and enjoying fun? Oh,
1: we knew that? we were broke. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, we knew we didn't have any money. Yeah. And, uh... Like I told, I think I told you the story. Like now we're on the road. We're at the hotel, and Mike would be there, and uh, me and Clarence would go down to the restaurant and get surf and turf, yeah, and a few beers, right, and sign Mike Appel's name to the <laughs> Good <laughs> to the thing, you know. Yeah. And then it would go to his room, you know. Yeah. So eventually, Clarence and I both got like little notes. No more surf and turf, guys. Come on, because we we when Clarence goes to eat. Yeah, I could imagine. He can eat. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wasn't quite as big an eater as yeah. he was. Yeah. But we got the note. you know, no more surf and turf. No more surf and turf.
0: So but, you, cu- you cut back and had clams and burgers. You right, yeah. clams
1: mm-hmm. and burgers. You know, we can we can handle some maybe some oysters, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, on the road, we were always in the car. Sure. Yeah. And we had the equipment truck, Albie and Big Danny. They were our roadies, Albie Talone and Big Danny Gallagher. And we... Uh, they drove the to ca- to equipment truck to California because we needed our own stuff. They weren't getting us anything. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so we we're in the car. We didn't drive to California. They actually flew us out there. But when you're in the car doing all these gigs, mm. like we did that 40 dates with Chicago, we drove everywhere. Yeah, And you're in – you know, you did – Delirium poetry, you, you yeah. try and rhyme everything right. you can. Bruce had right. a thesaurus, so he mm. cheated, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, and we'd switch drivers in those days, the California trip. But know, Br- that, Bruce
0: didn't drive, though.
1: Or, no, not no, 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 those stick days. Shift. Yeah, right. Couldn't drive a stick shift. Me and Clarence uh, were the main drivers. Yeah. Wow. And we would sit with a bottle of night train, and I'd be driving, he'd be drinking. So now it's his turn to drive. So, so he drives
0: and you drive, and I yeah, do. Yeah.
1: You know, but that's that's I mean, We didn't like Federici driving. And he's a good driver, but he went 120 miles an hour. Too <laughs> fast, man. So you know, yeah.
0: that's uh, doesn't surprise me. You hear you hear the way Danny lived his life. You, oh, you,
1: but you, you, he Danny Danny was classic. He loved testing brand new, beautiful Ferraris and yeah. stuff. You know, and yeah. taking them for two days.
2: Uh, <laughs> and, sweet guy. I, you mentioned. You Did a bunch of dates with Chicago, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get to know Danny at all, Danny? Uh, we, we, we all had we all d- didn't
1: yeah. hang out, but Terry hang Kath, out. though, but Terry yeah. Kath was playing Terry with that, was that. there, and yeah. you know, like that
0: was the infamous '73 tour where right. Bruce Bruce got booed at the spectrum, which yeah. Uh, yeah. never happened since, right?
1: He right. uh, got you Chicago. Well, think it was, but Bruce, yeah. Yeah. Know, they, was, yeah. uh, now in Richmond, yeah, they wanted steel mill. You know, they still wanted steel mill. So you guys, they weren't open to the E Street yeah. band Funny, because man. it wasn't the same sound right. as what you guys yeah. were doing with steel well, Like we, we figured that, like, if, if we hit, like, 1% of the crowd liked this, we were doing good. Because wow. they were all there to hear Chicago. Mm-hmm. You come on stage, you look at the first three rows, it's nuns, priests, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like you imagine. There was no yeah. pit. Yeah. yeah, You know? I mean,
0: uh, oh, go ahead. Well, we
1: were playing the garden two nights, and we opened the show, and we got an outstanding ovation. So we did another song. Yeah. Well, the second night, they went, no, no ovations. You yeah. get You do your half hour, and you're yeah. done.
2: Yeah. You People know. don't always know that. You know, yeah. sometimes that that headliner yeah. says, you uh, know, we we've had our power cut. One. Right. The Hooters had power cut once. Yeah. Yeah. By I'll say it. squeeze cutter power. And that's like, yeah. Uh, you know,
1: yep. Well, that, 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 sucks. that too, you know, and of course you got the union, you yeah, got all of right. the things you have. We didn't care about that. Well, I mentioned know.
0: that, that show at Westchester university, which supposedly was the first t- uh, show with the reformed E street band or the new E street band. And, I think you guys opened for Cheech and Chong. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And they were actually pissed off because they didn't know. There was also the Persuasions were on that bill. Yeah. And the Cheech and Chong's management or Cheech and Chong, they didn't appreciate that there was an extra band added to the. So I think you guys only played a few songs that night or something. Yeah, they didn't like. We
1: played with them in Richmond, too, and they they didn't like us. Really? Cheech and Chong? Yeah, yeah, Cheech and Chong. Ah. Because we were. Yeah. The crowd got behind us, especially Ah. in Richmond. Oh, the crowd came there. They wanted to see some Bruce, you know. Yeah, yeah. Did you, um, did you know
0: at the time that these songs that Bruce had written and that you played on and contributed so much to, did you know that these songs would become the classics that they've become? I mean, did you classic. realize how great these songs were at the time?
1: Yeah. No, really, I, like I you, said, when I first met Bruce, I knew he was going to do something. He yeah. got charisma. He kind yeah. of commanded the audience. And when we played our songs, people listened to him.
2: You know, mm. no matter where we were, seems like he can play any. Like last, this um, Dallin was playing me something from the new record this morning was just released. That that new kind of Glenn can You know, he's yeah creating. Right. There's a lot of strings on it, and it was really it, it blows my mind. You know, because he can seem to. It still sounds like Bruce, but it's like wow. That's you know, like you listen to the the records Vinnie did. They have a thing. He's been able to navigate. You know, whatever, you know, and stays hip.
0: Yeah. well, You
2: know, I know he doesn't th- purposely think of it, but he's got to be thinking in some ways, you know, I'm going to try this record. Seems to be able to batting up, you know.
1: No, he thinks about it a yeah. lot,
2: you know. He gets that going, man. Well, he, this he, new one has been a genius move, you know.
0: Well, he's done, obviously, so many great records. My personal favorite, and maybe it's not his best, so to speak, but, but my personal favorite is... The second album, which Vinny still played on, mm-hmm. Wild the Innocent" and the Street yeah. Shuffle." Gallo hey, yeah, Taylor, record. throw one Kitty's back while we yeah. while we talk. Gallen, uh,
2: these are yeah. these are her records. These are her records. So, know. I mean, record this album, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, this this album. I mean, it. You know, the the jazzy influences and and yeah. and you know, side two, side two. You know, back when albums had sides. Uh, but that, you know, the, the trilogy of, of yeah. incident into Rosalita, oh, and New York God. City Serenade. I mean, you guys were just swinging we're early, swinging. M- early mid twenties, and you're and and you're making you know magic like this in the studio. And yeah. and the album didn't sell at the time, no. obviously,
1: but no, uh, Billy Joel did. S- sells now. <laughs> yeah. Now it's yeah. Now
2: it's you know it's like you hear these records now and you are like wow. But the vibe it's coming. It's just... well.
1: Let's see now with the Winos, my little band, the Winos. I, we, we're we play here and there and people always come up and say, Come on, you gotta do a Bruce song, you know? Do yeah. glory days or do yeah. you know, so I say, I got a Bruce song, don't worry. Yeah. We do steel mill.
2: <laughs> oh, you do?
1: And they oh, go cool. and then at the end some <laughs> of them go, Who wrote that? I go, Bruce did. Yeah. The train song. We do all that stuff, right. you know. And people now they wanna hear Janie. Mm. You know, uh-huh. I wanna thank you. The top cat. This is. Uh,
0: well, you had this. I mean, there's so many epic songs from this era: Thundercrack and and yeah.
1: Kitty's yep. Back. And, well, and, and Davy Sanchez. When it came down to rhythm, me and Gary yeah. and, and David had yeah, a thing. Said it. Really. You know. And there's the record. That's swinging, right? man. Alby yeah. on the baritone saxophone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: is this as much fun? To play on as it is to listen to? Oh, I mean, yeah. This is,
1: yeah. And, you know, like I've, through the years I've played with my share of tribute bands, mm. and this is one they always listen, try to do. It's tough.
2: I mean, this is really you something, know?
1: man. So then if you get me up there, that middle part, I kind of still do it the same way. Good. And they get a little less And Rosalita. They all think they got it, but it goes a certain way. You know, I try and steer them. And it's good, but I'm not going to do tribute bands anymore because they all think they, they know how it. it goes, and they try to tell you how. And it they 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 <laughs> go, wait a minute, it, it goes like this, and I go, no, no, no,
2: no. Nah. I get so, it.
1: I mean, we were doing a, it was a it was a Clarence after he died in Norfolk tribute mm. for Clarence, and everybody's there, John Cafferty's there, there's all these guys there, and if one guy is going to do Spirit in the Night. Mm. So me and Danny, me and Gary Talon are playing bass. He's playing bass, I'm playing drums. So the guy stops the song he goes, it goes like this. <laughs> so I looked at him, you know, and Gary said, "Really? which way is a in 40 different ways the song goes, do you want it? Right. Because we do it all, you know, the way it goes. Yeah, yeah. So We, we
2: do it the same but different. But different
1: than you do it. Yeah. You know? So I'm tired of the tribute band yeah. thing. So it's it, it's fun. We they they like I said they try and do this, but the mm. big I've played Rosie mm. about ten million times. Do
2: you remember? How, do you when you recorded this? Do you remember how many takes you did of this? Probably a bunch, right? This
1: this this where your songs would take on a. We mm. we do a take. it would mm. be good. Mm-hmm. But then we go in and listen, and right. Bruce would go, Wait a minute! I hear this other part. You right. put this other part in. Yep. So now we go in and do it again. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like this part here is, you know, yeah, with Sanchez. Did you ever say to, to Bruce, ah, I think we got it? No. <laughs> no it, it wasn't was,
1: up to us. It at was all. always
2: Bruce, right?
1: Well, it was up to Bruce and Mike, Mike yeah. you know, in these days and these no, days that's here. Amazing. You know, but that's quite a process. And we never, like the first album, all those takes are one take. Wow. The first album. Now, wow. this one here took a little longer. Uh, incident, for instance. That took us probably the longest because we tried it fast, we tried it slow, we tried a medium way, we tried this, we tried that, and then finally it came up that way. Mm.
2: It's phenomenal. It's, it really is. Thank you. I mean, it's, it's good. It's yeah. Bruce. You can't recreate this again. This was a this was a thing. You know, you you caught uh, lightning in a bottle. Yep. You know and. That's what I, makes just, these records so special. Yeah. You go back, you can't recreate this. This was something that was a special time with that playing. That's.
0: Vinny and Dave are kind of, play, you can't see it, but Vinny and Dave <laughs> are, are kind <laughs> of air drumming right now. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. Well, it was. I'm hanging with the guy that actually
2: did it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, look at his,
0: you know. I just, I'm just, the fact that Bruce was writing and creating music like this, mm. you know, at, at his age at that time, I mean, it's, it's, what, I mean, just.
4: Here's
1: me and Clarence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I used to have fun singing with Clarence, uh, and every and here's another thing: Clarence had a way he, he popped the saxophone. So now I haven't been in a band for a while, and I play you know, for instance, at that giant stadium show. Yeah. So now it's time for Clarence to do his solo, uh-huh. you know, in, in uh, spirit. Spirit, right? Right. And he, he saunters over to where I am and he pops the sacks at me and gives me this look like, Here I come, Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> you know? And he did it every oh, time. Oh, man, cool. And then the last show that I did in Philly at the Spectrum, Clarence couldn't walk over and do that. Yeah. And that made me feel. We were bad. there. We were
2: there. That we made me feel job. real bad. I bet. I paid. He you was. Know. Guys are all special people, man, and you know when you lose somebody that is a part of that posse, yeah. man, that's a that's that's a tough that's a tough thing, man. You know.
1: Clarence used to because he was he smoked a lot. Yeah. Now they want him to play the baritone saxophone, so he didn't have the wind for or it. Right. So what he did is he got bagpipes. <laughs> and in the morning, early in the morning, he go out on the end of the jetty. Yeah. The bagpipes. Say bagpipe. I'd go out there at my fish pole <laughs> and I'd catch some fluke. Ah. Uh, and uh, we get back. Yeah. Clarence would clean them. this yeah. his folks and everybody owned a, in Norfolk, they owned a fish place, yeah. you know. Yeah. So he'd clean them and then we'd cook them up and we'd eat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he could, but the, uh, and you could, he just played a chanter sometimes, but when he was playing the bagpipes, it got his wind back. Yeah. <laughs> Stop Special smoking, stuff,
2: man. Yeah. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Hey
0: Vinny, we can't uh have you on, obviously, without at least, you know, talking a little bit about your departure from the band. I mean okay. I mean um there's stories out there about what actually happened, your your altercation, so to speak, that led to yeah. Bruce letting you go. You wanna just, you know, set the record straight and kind of tell people what, what happened that night. Well, everybody
1: you. has me punching somebody in the nose. Yeah, I hear that, too. And I, I don't really care because as long as you spell my name right, I'm good with <laughs> that.
2: I love you, you brother. Know?
1: That's that's it, you yeah, know. Yeah, But like, for instance, Mike Appel's brother thing. I never hit Mike Pell's brother. I mm. did give him a shove with all yeah. the money in my hand. Mm. And when he fell over his own feet <laughs> and he's laying in the parking lot, yeah. I... Put the money on his chest and said, "You bring that back when it's right." Right. Yeah. And this was he, he shortchanged you guys. I didn't, he shortchanged
0: you guys because David Sanchez had been added to the band at that right. point, and and he was giving you money for five instead of six. Instead that, of six, mm, you yeah. know, because
1: we figured, ah, we're making because when we start doing the second album and going in mm. to record and then go back out and play and record and play, they gave us fifty bucks more, so now we're making. Instead of 35 a week, we're making $85 yeah. a week. We, we, we were cool with that. But when he, we put David in the band, we figured he's going to get $85 yeah. too. But no, they took it out of hours. Mm. Uh, so, uh, so I he I, I didn't, I didn't dig that one. too much. No,
2: so you, no, you kind of gave him a
4: little
1: shove and threw the money at him? And, mm. uh, well, I counted and I went, hey, yeah, on well, his chest. yeah. And he I guess his shoe streaking was
2: untied. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> he fell down. So... I mean, you and the boss are still friends and yeah. everything's cool, you know. I mean, But then
0: after, just uh, just to finish that story, yep. Dave, just after that happened that you,
2: Bruce. I got fired.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, mm. how did he do it? They he just.
1: He came to my house, you know, because after every show.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, we all, because we all had the car, whoever was driving. And Bruce would always leave his guitars with me. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to always come over a day or so and get the guitars. Right. And, So on this one particular day, that's when he came to get his guitars. Mm. And he said, I got to tell you, you're out of the band now. We're not going to use you anymore. So I said, oh, really? He goes, yeah, Yeah, because we weren't making any money. Mm. The album was shelved, basically, by Columbia. Mm. You know? So I looked at him, and I went, you know, there's the door. You know what it's used for.
2: All right. Yeah. And that meant... Yeah, but you did
1: mm-hmm. hit the pike. I hit the pike. You know. Yeah. And then we, yeah, we had a little. We didn't talk for a while, but then soon after that, we're, yeah, we're friends. Yeah. You know, after yeah. Clarence's thing, we're friends. You did
2: great work together, man. You were such an amazing contributor to that. Well, whole Bruce, thing, Bruce appreciates.
1: He knows. everything. You know, yeah. and uh, uh, you know, I love all them guys. I know. And How special know
2: it. was it for you when
0: they inducted the E Street Band into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2014, and you got to? you know you got to be there I, yeah. I, I, you know, everybody was there and i mean
1: uh, two uh, drummers on east street yeah. yeah man that was something yeah for me you know yeah and uh, yeah the,
2: i know the fans appreciated it it, it like was it was fans. terrific you know and yeah. doing we did kiddies back right yeah. right yeah man you know Eddie manion up there going hey. part of history man that did something very special that i'm so happy that it was acknowledged because sometimes that kind of stuff goes you know, oh, you yeah. don't bring it up. And funny, funny story with that is because now I've got all of the
1: trophies up on the table. You know, mm. and it push me up first. <laughs> you know, yeah. so Bruce didn't look whose name was on it. Yeah. He just grabbed one and give it to you. So yeah. I got Clarence. <laughs> I don't know who, yeah. it, but then yeah. I found out who had mine, and yeah. I found out Clarence's wife was there. So I gave her that. She and they those things weighed like, and just you know, in the middle of Davy Sanchez's speech because he took like twenty minutes, David did. <laughs> them things started getting real heavy.
2: Yeah,
1: and everybody's going. Okay. And the, the 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 big screen out here in front of the stage is going. Wrap it up, David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, guys, you guys took a while and that night. And <laughs> I, I kept my speech to one minute. Yeah, One minute and ten seconds yeah. it was. You I know. remember
0: Hall Oates got inducted that year, and I, oh, I don't remember yeah. if it was Daryl or John who said, don't worry, there's only two of us. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> yeah, <to each laughs> right. And, uh, and something happened with their monitors, and they blamed us for that, too. Uh. <laughs> uh, you know, because... Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, you know, like, everything was on these big rolling stages. Right. So uh. When... That one was done. That rolled off that way, and ours rolled up, and they just plugged the wires in. Mm. Well, when they rolled theirs up, I think they didn't plug one wire in, but they blamed us for that. Ah. So, and they had a hissy fit on stage. Yeah. And we, I didn't see that, but everybody was telling me about it. You know?
0: yeah. hey, we got to hear from uh, our other sponsor, uh, Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates, uh, working with autistic children in Lansdale. And then we'll be back to wrap things up with Vinny.
3: Hi, my name is Gabe, and I have autism. When I was diagnosed with autism, I realized it was hard for me to do what people call normal. For example, I would get easily upset and overreact to small problems. When it was time for me to go to college, I had an especially hard time. That's when I went to Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates. Gay made the right choice! They helped me prepare for college with my interests in mind. They taught me coping strategies, organization skills, and self-advocacy. Not only that, they boosted my confidence using evidence-based treatment programs such as Think Confident, Be Confident. This helped me prepare for employment opportunities as a peer mentor here at Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates. We are dedicated to improving the lives of teens and young adults with autism. Thanks to them, I'm better prepared for college and can continue my life's journey. Now I can pursue a career in animation and continue my job as a peer mentor. Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates in Lansdale, PA. Call us at 267-663 Seven
0: one four one. All right, we're back here uh, with Vinny Lopez on the In the Pocket Podcast. Um, Wish we could talk for another hour. This is uh, with
2: a legend. It's been really awesome.
1: Hey, it's been fun being here with you, fellas. You know, I love you
2: guys. Yeah, Vinny, man. You, I want
1: to come see more shows with you. Yeah, man. Sitting there watching you is going like, I'm going
2: that's the stuff oh thanks yeah man, man. I'm, I'm 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 truly yeah, yeah. humbled by that man you know
1: because when I do zomb- Zombies yeah. with, with Eric yeah. we do it more like a rock song, right, right 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 but when you do it yeah well you got that stuff popping yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah that's thank pretty you. cool thank
2: you so much man, that, uh, man I'll tell you I don't even know what to say to that but I, no you know, that's true well thank you thank you for someone that has done that kind of work you've done with records and coming up with a feel you understand you know it's like yeah that's great
0: I'm sure people yeah. come up to you all the time, Vinny, and, and want to talk about those days, and it seems like you don't mind doing
1: it. And rem- no, oh, I, don't, I don't care whether what, what they're going to, you know, they're going to fire me again if I say something
2: funny. Yeah. Okay. But you're always so, so uh, gracious, and, um, and, and just so, you know, I know how you, you respect all those guys. That oh, you're, yeah. It's incredible. You know, the new
1: ones, the old ones, yeah. the ones that are here, the ones that aren't here, they're all East yeah. e Street. They're yes. my brothers and sisters.
2: Wow, man. A part of that. Gang, if you will. Yeah. It's huge, man. No, no, it's you incredible.
1: Know. Like we met Nils yeah, on our San Francisco trip right. with Steel Mill. Right, right. At the Carousel Ballroom. Yeah. You know, he's so gone. he's been around a long time. Yeah,
0: the new guy, the new guy. He's new been there since yes. 1985, the 84, yeah. but he's the
1: new guy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the new guy. No, no, no. I love that.
0: My eyes. I love the photo of you guys in the back of uh, Wild and the Innocent. I mean, the, 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 you guys are on this the, the street there, that photo. I mean, it's just, uh, it captures such a time. And
1: uh, I took a ride around the other day with my author, and we went to the spot where that was taken. Where was course, that? Where was that taken in exactly? In West End Long Branch. Okay. And, uh... There, it was an antique store. It's not there anymore. When I showed him that, but when we were taking that picture, okay, the photographer was across the street. Oh, what was his name? He's a famous photographer. I can't remember his name, but I guess we were too serious or anything. But there was this girl pushing a baby carriage, yeah. and he stops her and we see her whispering ear, and she turns around and he starts. He's getting by his camera and she goes. Her, sh- pulls, her, doing, sh- pulls her shirt
0: up. They're uh, listening on the radio
1: Pulls her shirt up. And if you notice the bleep e- eating grins on our faces, yeah. that's yeah. what wow. what's going uh, I've on. I've never heard that story. Uh, that you know, And the cover of that. With Bruce like this, you yeah. know, with his hand by his mouth, you know, everybody's, oh, he's so studious. He's oh, doing this. no shit. We were eating
2: pizza. Wow. <laughs> so he's just wiping pizza <laughs> grease going, off his he's face? Going, <laughs> oh. Oh, right. How about that? <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> never i never that. heard that. that <laughs> it was, it was the cover shot
0: taken the same day as the back Same back-coded. day, right yeah. around the
1: corner. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. You
0: still have that shirt, by the way, that red shirt, You were, that Hawaiian no,
1: shirt? No, all my stuff got stolen when I, we really? were out out in San Francisco. Uh when we were playing those gigs. So, you know, but I got, I try and find stuff. Like, my, like that, uh, there's a video of us doing uh, kiddies Back and um, Spirit in the Night, and, and my clothes were stolen, so Gary Talent and I went to the Salvation Army store, and I found that bowler I was wearing, like Nuckies, and, uh, and I got jockey silks. And some baseball pants mm. and some sneakers because everything else was gone. Mm. And like I just put, <laughs> somebody showed that and I said, yeah, I oh. got to get another hat like that because <laughs> it was fun because I'm going to be playing and the hat's going, you know, <laughs> all over. It's jumping around on my head. I got to get another one like well, the, that.
0: The E Street Band definitely knew how to dress. Oh, yeah. We were poor. Yeah. You made it work though. You made the look work. I mean, was, rope
1: belts, you know. <laughs> yeah. Man, <laughs> Toes sticking wrong. out of the shoe, you know. <laughs> hey, we got to wrap things up, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, it uh, was fun. You can go see Vinny uh, again with uh, Clarence's son, Jared, on Monday night. Mm. Uh, where's that
1: gig again, Vinny? That's at uh, Danny Clinch's uh, Art. Gallery. It's on the corner of Fifth and Kingsley in Asbury Park. We're playing from 6 to 9, 9, 30, 10. Mm. Yeah, okay. depends,
2: you know. on so
0: Monday night. And then you can go see Dave on Sunday night. Right. Yeah, You're with, the with the bar band. you with the bar band at Bridgeport Rip House. Yeah, with, the, with Don well,
2: Van Winkle, Greg Greg Davis, Wally Smith, Kenny Aronson on bass, oh, cool. some on drums. Charlie Ingui from the Soul Survivor is going to come sing some songs. Uh, Dan Rendine is going to come do some stuff. I think we're going to have some special guests from In the Pocket. And I believe it's free, right? Right? There's no free, cover, man. No cover Come on charge. down. So, it's the Bridgeport Rib House yeah. in, in uh, Bridgeport. Man, yeah. It's going to be fun. So go, Six o'clock on Sunday.
1: Go see Dave yeah. on and, Sunday and Vinny on Monday. And,
2: and Vinny's book, man. You know, that's going to be exciting. I can't wait to read First that beat book. from East Street. First beat from East Street. And, you know, there's a,
1: see, there's another real quick. I went up against a bunch of publishers. I said, all right, you got to tell us some dirt about Bruce, you know? Yeah. So I said, and when we were driving San Francisco out there in 1969, he couldn't drive a stick shift, like we said before. Yeah. That was, And they said, no, no. I said, okay. He didn't own a record player either. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's not a really a lot of dirt about Bruce. Hurt. He sat there. We'd be yeah. out partying. He's in the other room. Playing the guitar. guitar, he
0: was so focused back then. Like right? just, that, the music was everything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. today too. Yeah, so. So. I
1: love it, man. Well, this was Anyone? great.
0: Great stories from Vinny about uh, Bruce Springsteen, about his own music and career. Uh, some golf, uh, some golf uh, talk. Yeah. So, I might have to have you back on, Vinny. Because, I'd love uh, to come, back, come back. Thanks so much to I'm Vinny back. Lopez. Thanks to Taylor behind the glass. Thanks to our sponsors, Behavioral Pediatrics and ABA Therapy Associates, and yeah. Adolescent uh, Adult Adolescent and Young Adult Advocates, and Croker Percussion. For Dave, right. I'm Andy. Oh, thanks for the Wildfire lag, Radio and Philly <laughs> Rock Radio. And we'll see you next
1: week. Can I say something <laughs> oh, yeah, real go quick? Ahead, Benny, say. Yeah, real yeah. quick, I just want to say hello to the guy who's writing my book with me, Ray Lombard, because he lives down this way. Awesome. And uh, we're going to get to work soon again. Okay.
2: Okay. All right. got to get that <laughs> book when it comes
0: you. out. Well, when, when the book comes out, we'll have you back on. Yeah, today. come All on, right. man. Let's
2: talk about the book. It'll be cool. awesome. Great. All
0: right. Yeah. Thanks again for everybody. We'll see you next week All on right. In the Pocket. Awesome.